Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Pug Sweater. Hi. I'm not Charlie. <laughs> and I'm not Cassie. And uh, we're here to talk to you about the fifth episode of the show, um, Pretty Little Liars. Uh, it's called Reality Bites Me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, as reality continues to bite uh, our characters throughout the episode. Uh, just really creatively. <laughs> uh, pardon the siren outside. I will <laughs> Um, so yeah, we had a big end, uh, to the last one where we saw, uh, them all dramatically arrive, um, to Spencer's house to look at a message that was on the mirror. Um, you know, just a spooky message from A. They tried to block A from their phones. Uh, didn't work. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so we go to the next morning when they're all, they all stayed at Spencer's. Um, cause she didn't want to be alone, which is understandable. Um, I think they've all unblocked A's number at that point because they're mm-hmm. like, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's better to just let them, let them text us because God only knows what kind of havoc they'll wreak otherwise. Yeah. Cause they, um, yeah. It kind of escalated by coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they get an A text that looks, uh, it's a video of them that looks like it was shot inside Spencer's closet, which is terrifying. Um, Aria talks about how she, um, she got the, you know, got the letter from A that they sent to their parents and Hannah tries to comfort her by being like, well, you know, parents split up and Aria's like, that's not what's happening. And Hannah has, well, not my favorite Hannah moment of the episode, but at least my first favorite Hannah moment of the episode where she, uh, Aria says the man that the woman that her father was cheating with was named Meredith. And Hannah's like, ew, that's not even a hot girl's name. <laughs> she sounds gross. And Aria's like, yeah, that's super helpful. Isn't Hannah wearing something with like little yellow teddy bears on it? it- she is. I mean, to be fair, it's her jammies. True. Yeah, I got kind of like a Grateful Dead vibe um, from her shirt in this scene. Yeah, I feel like she goes a little, she goes a little boho sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they all, look, they all look really cute um, in their jammies. They're not, uh, you know, in the weirdly overdressed like they sometimes are. And uh, so we get, to, so we're still, we're still doing the like checking in on everybody in the morning because we go back to Aria's. Her, Aria's bedroom, by the way, is so gorgeous. It's huge. It's like this, it's like this enormous, um, lofty, like, attic room. Like, it has um, this beautiful window seat. And I think she has, like, a couch and a TV in there, too. It's kind of ridiculous. She kind of has her own little apartment. Um, But she's still, you know, she's still doing, like, the schoolgirl outfits. She's got plaid and she's got um, some knee-high socks and boots. I don't know why they keep doing that with her. <laughs> like we know that she's so much younger than the English teacher she's dating. You don't need to like continue to drive that home with her costume choices. I mean, throughout um, this episode, she just looks so little compared to Ezra. And I mean, I get that the actress is just small, but the clothes do not help. They really don't. Um, <laughs> Arya's occasional brother asks if they're kind of being weird. <laughs> He's not there consistently. It's, it's every once in a while the show just remembers that Arya has a brother. Um, and, and she's like, no, our parents are fine. They're not fine. They're super not fine. 
yeah, like he hears them arguing and, and Arya, you know, hasn't told him, you know, um, oh yeah, but then Arya is talking to her mom and she's like, yeah, it's been hard hiding this for a year. And her mom's like, a year? So like, uh, she wasn't totally in the light about everything that had happened. Um, or Arya inadvertently making it worse. Yeah, that happens, uh, a couple different times in this episode. Um, so yeah, uh, awkward, uh, but Arya doesn't seem too, too upset or, I mean, sorry, her mom doesn't seem too upset with her, um, just the dad. Yeah, which is good. Her mom, <laughs> yes. her mom doesn't blame her at all, which, which I was kind of afraid of. And Yeah, the letter from A was kind of like, you know, and your daughter's hiding it from you. So perhaps not mission accomplished there. I, I do keep thinking about, like, so A was, like, in the closet. And it's just funny because, like, if they just opened the closet, it would have gone differently. Um, yeah, that's true. Like, she was just there. Like, A was just there, so. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know why they didn't open the closet door. I mean, I guess they were so spooked that they just, like, ran away from it. But I feel like, you know, there's four U. There's presumably only one A. Also, like, when they just, you know, they find, like, the lipstick in the closet, and then Arya just, like, picks it up with her hand and just, like, all right, well, if you were ever going to fingerprint that, I guess. No. I mean, A probably wears gloves, um, as A continues to do through the show, but, you know, I, I just always watch these, these shows, and I'm like, you could have fingerprinted that. <laughs> but on gloves first, Aria. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, then we have Hannah, um, uh, She's okay, like, she has to go home from Spencer's, office. yeah. Clothes, yeah. Yeah, and she and she uh, she runs into Sean, who I kind of like. I was kind of surprised that he's still around. Yeah, um, I thought it was funny that like a lot of this episode, she's like, "Are we broken up?" And it's like, I don't know. I actually thought you broke up the second you stole his car. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, that seemed pretty definitive to me. Well, and like you guys had that huge fight at the party, and like you like kind of pressured him to have sex with you and then just like you both like went away angry and like yeah it just didn't seem I guess I assumed you broke up uh but Hannah's not so sure um but you know Sean uh having no car has to get a ride from some hot cheerleader um and Hannah is very upset (laughs) oh and she asks him to homecoming and he kind of doesn't say anything he waffles about it and says they'll talk later yeah, in my notes I wrote, I wrote, girl, read the room. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it is funny. But he does say that he tried to take the fall for the, um, for the car's damage with his parents, which was, which was nice of him, um, considering she, you know, stole and crashed it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he's being uh, more considerate. I probably would have just been like, hey, you know what? we're over and please don't talk to me or touch my car ever again <laughs> but you know uh he's he's got a good christian soul right so um so they're all back in the hallway and uh spencer officially uh wins this essay contest with uh melissa's stolen essay yeah I'll be, i think hannah is the only one who knows that it's stolen at this point um the other girls are like, wow, good for you, Spencer. And Hannah kind of like deflects attention. And um, I noted, I noted too, I'm pretty sure Hannah and Spencer walked uh, away from the scene holding hands, which is super cute. Yeah. 
super cute. <laughs> yeah, they're together a lot. They're together a lot this episode. Um, so then we get to Emily and Toby in chem lab. The, uh, just the, just the weirdest dynamic. We were talking about this a little bit before. Um, and, uh, he's sort of asking Emily what she's been doing. And she said she spent the night at a friend's house and Toby's like, oh, that new girl. And Emily's like, who? <laughs> yeah, this is a Maya free episode, which I'm, I'm mad about actually. But yeah, so he yeah, I guess Emily needed some space and maybe Bianca Lawson wanted the week off, but. Yeah, I mean, in the last episode, they did agree that they needed some time um, to think, I guess. But, um, yeah, so, and Emily's kind of trying to suss out, like, oh, could Toby have been, because, uh, you know, they kind of think it's uh, Jenna with the lipstick, because Jenna wears lipstick that's, like, some more color. Um, but, but, like, maybe Toby helped, because Jenna couldn't have done all this breaking in and stuff while blind. Uh, but he says that he was doing homework at the grill um, because Jenna is, like, not using her headphones at home and it's too hard to study. Yeah, and they have this they have this moment where um, Emily says that, you know, Maya is different from her other friends, and Toby's like, different's good. Okay. Okay, Toby, I, we appreciate your allyship, but what? Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's definitely nice, but I, it's just so strange. Um, such a strange, somewhat feral child. Um, but, you know, uh, he is being nicer uh, to Emily than most men have been. So good, good for him, being a, a less crappy man uh, than others. Uh, but in terms of crappy men, Aria is like, you know, I'm going to go into Ezra's classroom alone again. No one will ever suspect anything. She's, I mean, she's in there seemingly between every single class. She asks what he's doing, and he says he has a reading for one of his short stories, and I just wrote, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ezra wrote a short story. This yeah. is a nightmare. It's just very funny where it's like, they're both writers, and they both like to read, so that's why they're soulmates. So yeah, she's going to come and, uh, and, and listen to his short story reading, which I'm sure will be just so good. And he's just fucking genius. Yeah, uh, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure Ezra won't write a story that's like, you know, fake deep and fixated yeah. on a woman he doesn't actually know anything about and lots of purple prose and, you know. And they go over one of his metaphors when she's actually there. And, and I'll talk about that because it was dumb. Um, Oh, okay, so yes. Uh, okay, so Hannah, Jenna is, I guess, going to a doctor's appointment in the same building where Hannah is going to be doing her dentist thing. Um, and so yes. this is uh, when she, like, stares at Jenna's mouth and is like, that's probably the same uh, lips. Yeah, it's very funny. Poor Hannah is in her um, unflattering scrubs. I think this, I think the scrub top has cats on it yes she's like big cat faces and big sneakers which just must be painful uh for hannah i mean she looks adorable but um yeah at first i was like i forgot that she was uh doing a dentist thing and i was just like is this just what they have hannah in is this just her outfit today and i was like kind of willing to buy it but this makes more sense um yeah yeah she like 
Yeah, Jenna is in all black, of course. I don't think we've ever seen Jenna not in all or predominantly black. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's putting on her lipstick and Hannah's just staring at her mouth. And one thing I noticed is that um, when Jenna's putting on her lipstick, she like leans into a reflective surface on the elevator as though she's looking into a mirror. Yeah. She, she, she's blind though. Yeah, I mean, I wonder... Yeah, I suppose she is completely blind. I mean, some, you know, some people would have a small amount of vision, but she'd probably take off her glasses if so. Um, Maybe it was for the actress's benefit. I don't know, but it was. It yeah. Was weird. And just the aesthetic, um, I suppose. Uh, but yes, g- great detective work there, Hannah. We've almost cracked the case. <laughs> um, Jenna wears lipstick. A wears lipstick or at least carries it. You know, you're almost there. Um, Blow this case wide open. So uh, we go uh, back to Spencer, uh, and we see her talking to her dad, a a rare uh, Mr. Hastings appearance, uh, and he brought her buttercreams, which she used to like as a child. So I don't know. They look like chocolates to me. Yeah, I didn't didn't really know what it was. Yeah. yeah, it also kind of drives drives home the fact that he probably hasn't actually spent that much time with her since she was a child, and he's, like, only being nice to her now because she won the essay contest, which was predicted by Ren a couple of episodes ago, that once Spencer did something impressive, um, her father would, like, acknowledge her existence in a positive way again, and, and of course, he was right. Um, he, says he's, he says he's proud of her, and Spencer's like, thanks, Dad, and it made me very sad. Yeah. Um, I think this is, I think this is where she, yeah, uh, her dad says that um, he has a new client and he wants Spencer to practice her tennis games so that they can all play tennis together. Yes. So, you know, back into the waspy fold, preparing to play tennis <laughs> against like a client. Uh, yeah, and just the pressure, the just just the just the endless pressure, like segues immediately from, what a great accomplishment to like. Here's how you must impress me next. Yes, and like go practice so you are even better. Like, um, you know, never, you know, and and then Spencer's also on the lacrosse team, right? So she's just got a lot a lot going on. Um, it yeah, you wonder why she felt the need to plagiarize her essay with this amount of pressure. Yeah. Um, Let me get more Emily and Toby. They're uh, they're hanging out. I think after school, doing some schoolwork. Um, she sees something he drew, and she's like, "Oh my god, this looks like this band!" And Toby's like, "You know that band? I love that band. I'll give you a CD." And they agree to meet up for coffee at the grill. Um, again, strange, strange vibes. We're not really. We're not really sure on what level they're vibing right now, but. And, and, you know, since Toby, like, does at least have, like, some strong suspicions about the Maya-Emily thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he, like, you know, seems like he has a crush on Emily, but I think it does seem like he mostly just, like, wants a friend. Um, Yeah. It's pretty pure, and, like, they both like art, music, and music. So uh, they'll go meet later, uh, even though... Uh, all her friends think Toby is weird. So maybe that'll be a conflict. Um, 
so yeah, Aria goes to this poetry reading or this this short story reading. That's not a poetry reading. That'd be yeah, better. even worse. Um, and 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 she's just like, I loved the metaphor about like a girl holding a balloon or something. It just sounded so dumb. Yeah, and she meets a, a friend of Ezra's who uh, went to college with him. And on top of everything else, they're at a bar for all of this. And 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 Arya just looks like a tiny young teen <laughs> here in the context of this bar. Um, it's like, how did she... I guess it's like a bar and grill and she's allowed to stay, but she just immediately starts hanging out with him and his college friend and, you know, being super familiar with Ezra and, you know, so his friend just, you know, kind of picks up on it. Yeah. Like, how could you not? Uh, because they're not being too subtle and, you know, God forbid, like someone else who works at Rosewood High, like sees this and is like, oh, that's weird. Aria, who's constantly in Mr. Fitz's classroom is also out in a social situation with him like and she's like cuddling up to him while they play darts yeah just no subtlety whatsoever and there's this very like you know you know where she's like almost shocked that he doesn't want to be like cuddly with her in person or like you know just casually hanging out uh in public like you should know that this is a small town and everybody knows everybody and you're a child. So yeah, it's not like they're, it's not like they're on a date out in the city or something like, yeah, like this is very public and like you said, very small town. And it's not like they've been chill about this already. So yeah. So kind of weird. Um, but, uh, then we, we see Spencer, uh, practicing at, uh, the, the club she's practicing uh tennis and she uh she sees uh, a cute floppy haired boy named alex from uh who's like working at the club but you know is it's kind of like a other side of the track situation because spencer's the fancy person whose father belongs there and he's the help <laughs> yeah i feel like they kind of play that note with spencer uh a few times in the series i'm not mad about it yeah, and, I, and I'm... He seems impressed by her tennis prowess, which is cool. I like it when guys are impressed with Spencer's awesomeness. That's true, yeah. I mean, and I think for her, you know, yeah, she's just under so much pressure, and it's cool that she's not just like her parents and, and sister and just like a total clout chaser. She just, you know, if she likes someone, uh, she likes them. Um, so we... Uh, we see Hannah uh, back at her house and she's like cyber stalking uh, this cheerleader uh, who gave um, Sean a ride. And, you know, she's very pretty and thin and, and she feels really insecure about herself. Yeah. And she's with with her mom and they, they bond over how men are the worst. Um, Oh yeah. And here's an, another similar to how Aria like popped out with the whole, like they've been, that was a year ago, you know, Hannah pops out with like, Oh, by the way, my dad's engaged now. And, and her mom's like, Oh, oh you, you couldn't have mentioned that in a different context. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just had to rip the bandaid off. Yeah. And Hannah's, you know, subtlety is not really Hannah's game. Yeah. Also, 
So Ashley doesn't feel great about it. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then she gets um, like an instant message on some sort of, you know, generic version of AOL Instant Messenger. Right. Um, You know, they can't use because it's copyrighted. And uh, she gets pictures of Emily and Maya kissing. She's surprised. Um, And then we get uh, Hannah and Spencer meeting at the grill. (laughs) Spencer uh, bagged and sealed the lipstick that they found in her closet because like, of course she did. Too little too late, but good job. (laughs) And they make a comment about how they shouldn't have touched it. So I did feel a little vindicated by that. Um, But you know, they don't trust the cops anyway. So who was going to fingerprint it for them? It's true. It's true. Yeah. And Spencer's, you know, Spencer's being all her like extra seeming forensic technician self. She just like whips the Ziploc bag out of her purse and she's like, I have the lipstick. (laughs) We're going to crack this case wide open. Look, you know, between this essay stuff and, and tennis, she's still got time to, to be a detective. So good for her. Um, oh, yeah. So they're at the uh, the grill. Uh, and so when Emily gets there, presumably to hang out with Toby, she uh, she can't do it. You know, she she. Her friends think Toby is weird and, and she's kind of hiding her friendship with him. So she just goes sits with them and. Uh, the waitress ends up passing her a mix CD that Toby made. Um, and what's actually a really cute reaction is that Hannah's like, oh, like, did a special person make that for you? Because whoever you like, that's okay. And I just think that's really sweet that, like, you know, I feel like A is, like, sort of, like, leaking that secret. You know, at least at this point, like, Hannah is, like, totally sweet and accepting about it. So... Uh, yeah it's super it's super sweet you know she doesn't push Emily to talk about it but she's like whatever Emily I just want to know whoever makes you happy that's you know we all support you it's it's really nice Um, but yeah it seems like Emily is like oh okay I'll go out with Toby (laughs) it's kind of like what her brain is like her yeah I feel like that's later Hannah is like that is so not what I meant I (laughs) I thought you were a lesbian and send her hanging out with Toby this is (laughs) yeah one one is oh. worse than the other, so. Oh, also, I wanted to note that Toby in this scene is reading Catcher in the Rye. Oh, okay, good, good, thank you. <laughs> I'm just glad they're finally reading a book other than To Kill a Mockingbird, you know. Yeah, all the, all the classics. But certainly another, another thing about, you know, uh, uh, a young boy who's been uh, outcast and is not having a great time in society, so, you know, Toby just expressing oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like Toby would pick up Catcher in the Rye and like feel like he's really being seen <laughs> surrounded by phonies I mean not not totally wrong um but uh oh yeah so so even though Spencer worked really hard um at practicing for tennis then her dad is like actually I want you to throw it I hate him it just like it's like he probably knew that the day before and just like needed to push Spencer anyway, um, but uh, so she finds it difficult to throw the match because she's very good. <laughs> yeah, and we Arya and Ezra go back to um, Ezra's apartment and he's being all like pissy and passive aggressive because of the age difference. Um, there was a scene where um, Arya had left to like go get drinks or something while they were at the bar. And his friend was like, dude, no. 
Yeah. She isn't, like she's in high school. This is a terrible idea. And Ezra was kind of defensive about it. So now he's, so now he's feeling weird about it. Um, and yeah. And they have just like the weirdest interaction at the house, at Ezra's house where she's just like, but if it's just us and the world can't see us, we can just be happy together. And he's like, we'll never be able to go out and just like have cheese fries at a bar. And she's like, but here in this moment, we can do whatever. And then, you know, presumably they just like kiss a little bit. Um, and then she like leaves, but he basically like clicks his heels at the door out of excitement because of what a great night they had. So, so far we've learned that their relationship is they kiss sometimes and they can't ever be in public together and they're in denial about the badness of the age dynamic. Yay, romance. (laughs) The most upsetting part of that scene for me is when, um, you know, they're talking about their evening at the bar and Arya's like, you know, did I I seem like a high school student when I was there? Like she, and she asked if she did something to embarrass him, which makes my heart hurt that she's, that this is something that she's worried about in, in their relationship dynamic, you know, it just shows how, how messed up the power dynamic is and how she's, she's worried about things that she should just, she should never have to think about. And it's like, even if you weren't acting in an embarrassing way, like, yeah, I mean, you seem like a high school student, like, just physically, like, you're still a kid. It doesn't really matter how many books you read, you know? Um, <laughs> like, I'm sure you were perfectly um, polite at the bar and everything. Uh, but, you know, you're still out of place. And, um, yeah, well, I, I, I'm just, I'm surprised that he, that Ezra is surprised that his friend is weird about it. It's like, did he think his friend was just going to automatically accept that he's dating a student? Like, if that were my friend, I'd be like, no, dude. No, please stop. Shut it down. Um, but so, you know, uh shout out to I think Hardy was his name. Shout yeah. out to Hardy for uh seeing seeing a toxic thing and pointing it out. Um You're good you're a good friend, Hardy. <laughs> uh so yeah, we have um a little bit of a <sighs> Oh, right. Byron and Ella are still fighting at Arya's house. Um, and Arya's uh, theoretical brother still doesn't know what's going on. Um, again, like, I think it's funny because Ella and Byron are fighting. And he's like, you know, well, I lied to you and took you to Iceland and everything. So I wouldn't lose you. And she wrote, you just, or she says, you just might. And it's like, why doesn't anybody ever break up with someone after they do something terrible? <laughs> like, you just might. It's like, I, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I mean, they're married. Like, obviously, it's... It's, it's harder hard. than other things, yeah. Sh- whereas Sean should have just broken up with Anna for stealing his car. <laughs> There's less complication there, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I gotta agree. Um, it, seems like, it seems like Ella is the angriest that he um, used Arya to hide their secret for a year, which I really appreciated because I think that's, I think that's the shittiest part of the whole thing, um, is, that he, is that he put that burden on her. Um, yeah, it just, it really sucks. Um, uh, so yeah, we see, yeah, we see Spencer at the match. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, she deliberately doesn't do as well as she could. Um, and Tennis Boy watches and he's kind of bummed out about it. 
um, because he knows how good she really is. Yeah, and again, you know, uh, kudos to Alex for supporting Spencer and in, in being really cool and talented. Uh, and so, yeah, they're going to hang out. Um, and so yet another fuck you to her dad by, by hanging out with the help. Well, we find out, um, yeah, that he, Peter, um, got that kid fired, presumably. Does he, yeah. does, she, does he get him fired or is he just in trouble? I don't. It's not clear, but yeah. he says that, um, you know, he says later that when he, uh, you know, went to take the client to lunch, like he didn't, like he, he didn't make a reservation or something. So it was like, it was like completely his mistake. Yeah. He, he had to make a scene and be like, well, that tennis boy messed it up. And Spencer's like, oh my God, did you get him in trouble? And he's like, who cares? Yeah. Which is just, and, uh, so yeah. Yeah. And she tells him that she stole her essay in another minute to be, you know, to tell him to fuck off. And she's like, don't worry, nobody knows and I'll still get a prize. So, hey. I still won, you'll still be proud, which is a great, which is a great, probably true that he doesn't actually care. Well, and then similarly to how like, yeah, it's like the other, the client didn't authentically win, but it's all just, you know, playing games and the way things are supposed to look. Uh, And so, yes, like she still earned his, his validation or his, you know, acceptance because uh, she's winning. It doesn't matter how you get there. Um, But we don't really see how that, that resolves, but, you know, good for Spencer, you know, coming out with it and, um, you know, telling your dad to fuck off basically. Um, So uh, we also see Hannah interacting with Sean um, because he's going to his mom's uh, office. And so they run into each other. Uh, Luckily she's cute again. And, um, so, uh, but he's like, oh, like, why would I go to homecoming with the hot cheerleader? We're actually both in a virginity club. <laughs> and that's why we were getting rights together. Um, and then it says something amazing. He's so Sean says he's part of a group called, uh, real love waits. <laughs> and Hannah says, what is that? The Holy Roller Virgin Society. <laughs> And he looks sort of offended, but also that's awesome. But also, yes. Um, but that's you know, exactly what it is. <laughs> so Hannah's gonna go uh, with him, and um, you know, I'm sure she's at least somewhat relieved that like this whole virginity thing isn't any sort of like statement against her and their relationship. It's just this is what he believes, and you know, clearly they're incompatible in this way. But she's gonna try one more time to hang out with him at Virgin Club, basically. Yeah, and don't, yeah, don't worry. He's definitely not going to sleep with that, with that cheerleader because she's committed to staying a virgin. Because <laughs> she's also in Virgin Club. Um, so, uh, yeah, we have, oh, Aria, like, left her phone at Ezra's, which, like, I would never leave my phone somewhere and then I immediately come back, but fine. Also, um, also just, okay, considering that they're being stalked, she's being st- stalked by some scary unknown entity like i would want to have my phone on me all the time even more than usual she's so she's so casual about it she's like oh i think i left my phone here last night yeah and uh so there's a message there's a message there from a that ezra saw um 
and Ezra freaks out and is like, you know, I thought you were mature enough to handle this. You've clearly told people about us. Um, and he's just, he's just a jerk to her. And it just, again, it just drives home like the wrongness of their relationship. I mean, I obviously I get why he's freaking out, yeah. but the fact the but the fact that he has to freak out over people knowing about them, it's just so messed up. It's so, it's just, it's so messed up that she can't tell her friends. She can't tell anyone about this. Um, when that maintains like a toxic dynamic, like you can't even tell your friends about it. Like that's a huge, it's like red flag number one. Um, yeah. Well, I did think his comment was funny where he's like, so A knows about us. Do B and C know as well? I don't know. That got me. Um, yeah, it was funny. Sometimes, sometimes you're like, how mature is Ezra? Exactly. Maybe, (laughs) maybe they are on the same wavelength. I don't, but it is interesting because this is like, uh, well, I guess uh, Ella, uh, Arya's mom, did get a note signed A, but I feel like she didn't really like internalize that quite the same as uh, this. This is more like, now he knows that like Arya and her friends are being stalked by someone. Um, which well, is sort of. He doesn't really give her. He doesn't really give her a chance to explain before she before he just um, throws her out. Yeah, I mean, she says some, she kind of starts, but you're right. He he kind of is just, like, panics and then throws her out. Yeah, it's not a good look. Well, not that anything Ezra said <laughs> good luck, but. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we, we went over uh, Spencer, uh, Spencer and her dad. So um, Emily goes to see Toby at the grill. I mean, she, they didn't make it, they didn't make a date or anything, but she hoped that he would be there. Um, she apologizes. It's, and she gives him a, a mix CD that she made just for him, which is so of its time. Yeah, I know. When they were making CDs, it just really put me to that place because, you know, now everything's digital. I'm sure a lot of people still have CDs, but it did feel very 2010. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I, art it really is you know I remember making when I was in high school making mixed CDs for like my friends and my crushes and then making them for me and it's just a really it's just not the same as like sending someone your Spotify playlist or something right and so like yeah the dynamic between Emily and uh Toby would kind of be cute but like you know we know she's not sincerely into him per se but at least he's a nicer guy uh, than her ex, for sure. So, and he probably knows that she's not into him in that way. Yeah, but it's it's just it's hard to say. It's it's all it's all very ambiguous. Um, I think maybe she isn't sure how she's feeling, and maybe um, you know she you know she likes him and wants to be friends with him, but maybe it's also like, hey, well, you know, if I enjoy hanging out with this guy, maybe maybe I'm heterosexual after all. Yeah. Um, I, I see that the trivia for this episode, that Toby was supposed to die in this episode, but the creator changed her mind. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, I think in the, I haven't, neither of us, uh, neither of us have read the books, but I think he's a character in the books, but a fairly minor one. Because he's, uh, he's killed off pretty early, clearly. They must have just liked, uh, Keegan Allen and, and thought he was doing a good job and, you know, I think his character is interesting, and I think it's it's good that, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see bonding outside of the core uh, friend group. 
even though there's this undercurrent of like, can anybody be trusted? Um, yeah, so overall, I feel like uh, this episode had some interesting beats, you know, sad there was no overt lesbianism, uh, always mad that Arya and Ezra are together. Um, oh, there was also there was also a scene right at the end where Arya and her um, occasional brother are... <laughs> are <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to keep that going because oh, I love it. it's a running joke that I love. Um, they're, you know, their parents are like, her, like her mom's in her room being sad and her dad's out of the house or something. So they eat in her ginormous uh, bedroom. And um, yeah, it's a good thing Aria's bedroom is a studio apartment in and of itself. So yeah, it's like the size of his <laughs> apartment. Um, and I just want to point out that um, Aria is a really, really good big sister in this episode. Um, I feel like I'm not sure how old Occasional Brother is supposed to be, but I feel like he reads as younger than the actor looks. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's supposed to be like 15, but something about their interactions made me feel like he was like 12. I don't know. He just seems much younger. I don't know if this is just trying to drive home that Arya is a mature one, or maybe it's just because she's the older sister, even though she's only like a year older. Um, it's a different dynamic, but um, but regardless, she's uh, she's very sweet and reassures him um, that everything's going to be okay. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's a nice, it's a nice episode for Arya in that way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For some reason I kept looking at Chad Lowe in this episode and just like, I really heard Rob Lowe's voice coming out of him this episode. You can really yeah. tell his resemblance sometimes. Cause we've been watching the West Wing a little bit. Um, oh. Yeah. So similar vibes, but uh, Rob Lowe usually plays more wholesome characters and, and, this guy is not not the most wholesome character. So he also also fun fact about Chad Lowe, um, he used to be married to Hilary Swank. Oh, oh yeah, I actually read that because she like forgot to thank him in her "Boys Don't Cry" speech or something. Uh, and then they broke up later, possibly related. Who knows? <laughs> Who can say? Poor poor Chad Lowe. Uh, poor one out for Chad Lowe. <laughs> and. Yeah, so what are, what are your thoughts on the awfulness index this episode? Oh, yeah, so the guys are actually pretty good, um, aside from, you know, the usual suspects. <laughs> hey, and uh, Wilden, another episode without Wilden, got a shout yeah, out to you. That really, that really <laughs> makes a huge difference. Um, so Spencer's dad is at a six. I hate this guy. Yeah. I really, I really do. I, I hate his, I mean, he's a, I feel like he's a good archetype of, like, high-pressure waspy image focused um you know affection withholding type of type of dad um and i like seeing i like seeing more of that character development you know it makes it makes sense knowing um that this is the family that spencer comes from um totally also this continues the tradition of the hastings parents never being in the same room (laughs) they never even seem to be like home at the same time it's never like yeah it's it's kind of odd so anyway uh, Peter Hastings, who I hate, um, is at a six. Uh, Ezra's at a seven. I don't know. It's kind of arbitrary. It's like whether Ezra is at a six or a seven, it's just kind of depending on vibes. Cause he just, cause he just, he always sucks. Yeah. And I feel like he's particularly, yeah, he's, he's just particularly like passive aggressive and he seems to be taking it out on Arya that she's 
so much younger instead of just, you know, doing the mature thing and breaking up with her. Instead, he's just being, just being, just being weird about it and super, just super emotionally immature. Um, he sucks. Uh, even though his apartment is, is super cute. I love his apartment. Um, and that's good because that's apparently the only place that he and Aria can hang out. Right. Right. So, but it's fine as long as they're just fine. It's all fine. This relationship is, is it's all fine. (laughs) There are no red red flags of any kind. (laughs) Tennis boy is their very first zero. Yeah. I mean, he's nothing wrong. (laughs) We love you. Tennis boy. I, I don't, I don't remember much about this relationship, but as of, as of this episode, I am in full favor. Um, Toby, I have it a two because he's super nice, but he's also being kind of weird. We just don't know if we can trust him yet. Right. And I have Sean at a one. I'm back in the Sean train. You know, he's, he's, he's been super nice to him. Honestly, kind of nicer than maybe is warranted. Like he's, yeah. Very, he's been very forgiving of the whole thing. Um, I, I just, I really, I mean, I really did assume that they had broken up after that. It seemed, seemed pretty final, but he's still like, yeah, of course I want to go to homecoming with me. Are you really? I feel like this relationship is not in a good place at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so we have, uh, we have an average of a 3.2 which is the lowest yet by far. And probably, you know, will remain on the low side because, yeah, uh, various men always continue to ramp up their, their awfulness, so. Yeah, and Wilden will be back, and that's, that's, gonna, that's gonna drive the average up <laughs> significantly. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get Arya's occasional brother in there because he's kind of a non-entity, but. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really do anything, um, except, you know, feel sad and not know what's going on uh, with their parents fighting. Yeah, you're, 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 you're okay for now, occasional brother. Oh, speaking of waspy stuff, have you seen uh, Happiest Season on Hulu yet? I haven't. Uh, I, I have, like, I feel like my whole internet social circle is, like, losing their minds, so I definitely need to see it soon. Well, you know, I felt like vaguely related because there's lesbians in it. Uh, <laughs> our, our, our audience uh, might be interested, but it also uh, deals with uh, toxic waspy uh, relationship dynamics, which is obviously a big theme of Spencer's uh, journey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't even say I recommend the movie. I do feel like we have to watch it as queers. Um, and Aubrey Plaza is extremely hot in it, so... I love her. Yeah. Her. Also, Dan Levy is in it, and he's yeah. just a star. Yeah. Um, I don't find I don't find Kristen Stewart that charismatic, actually. I mean, she's obviously crazy hot, mm-hmm. but um, as an actor, she's never really done it for me. Um, but I just but I just love the fact that there's a kind of cheesy, wholesome, holiday themed lesbian rom com is great. Um, I'm, I'm, also, I'm also happy, as you know, to be talking about any media that is not supernatural. Um, I don't know if we have any supernatural fans who are listening, but uh, if you are, my heart goes out to you. I'm right where you are. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it had a terrible ending, right? It's been a really weird couple of weeks. 
Um, I am, I am really back on my bullshit as far as that show goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of listeners, we have, we have a bunch in Texas, which is a state that's neither of us are from. Um, which I think is very cool. Shout out to listeners in Texas. I don't know. I don't know how you got here, but we're so glad to have you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, feel free to send us along to your friends, uh, engage with us on our social media, uh, pug sweater pod on Instagram and Twitter. And on Instagram, Cassie's always posting. What do the kids say? The fits. Um, kids say that. Yeah. Like, like somebody's got a good fit or whatever. Like it means like outfit. I have never heard that. Yeah, I, I think, I think, don't quote me on this, but I'm oh, pretty sure. Oh, I will quote you on that. <laughs> yeah, there, there isn't as much like noteworthy, um, noteworthy fashion in this episode, aside from Arya's plaid thing that just, you know, drives home how young she is, as if we needed the reminder. And, you know, uh, Hannah's cat scrubs really, really stuck with me, uh, but not really a fashion choice as much as just... You know, and of course, Jenna wearing all black and lipstick. Love it. Um, I, you know, you love you love that she has a signature look. Totally, and and yeah, I mean, she takes up so so much space in their heads, rent free. You know, she doesn't have to do anything for them to like. Be like, what's Jenna doing? Is she a? So I really even though like she's just a terrible candidate to be a. She's literally blind, y'all. But I feel like Jenna. I don't. I feel like Jenna is just sort of having fun with them. Yeah. I feel like she's acting intentionally kind of mysterious because she rightfully hates these people. Yeah. And kind of wants to fuck with their heads a little bit. And, and respect. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's pretty much it for this episode, but uh, thanks for coming along the journey. Check out our socials and uh, yeah. Happy after Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas Endless COVID time, everyone. <laughs> Happy winter. Happy winter. Bye.